0: Welcome back to Thirster Podcast. I'm your host, Susanna. And I'm Olive. And we are back for another episode of the Thirster Podcast. And I think we're pros at it now. (laughs) Took us long enough? I don't think so. I think we got the hang of it pretty fast, but now we're just like, bam, bam, set it all up, and it just Mm -hmm. flows. And we're hoping that everything sounds right on your guys' end with (laughs) technical difficulties. But I think we've been really good. So, I feel like this is my episode. I came up. Life happened, and then the idea of this episode sparked, because I feel like we were had not as important topics to do on this episode, Hmm. and no, I mean, in general, like, you weren't confident the way I was confident, and life happened, and it was just one of those things where you have this big epiphany, and you're like, we need to talk about this, because it's actually so relevant to every part of your life, and then also with everyone else around you, but before we dive into all of that, Ola, what are you sipping on? I'm sipping on a good old root beer. <laughs> yeah. I feel it's a root beer. I'm in a, a root beer phase. I don't like root beer that much. I don't like super sweet drinks. I feel with like you like either I feel I feel like root like like beer like or you don't like it.
1: Yeah, you oh, can't I'll drink like, it.
0: Like, I'll, if there's root beer, I'll have it if I have to have it. But I don't like super sweet drinks when I have food. It's not sweet. I think root beer's kind of sweet. Same like Dr. Pepper of kind of sweet. But I just have Starbucks. I have a... Remind me what it is. So White chocolate mocha? Yeah. It was random, and I regret it because it just tastes like... Every like, time Susanna gets a drink that's not in her rotation, yeah. I have to hear her bitch all about it, it all day. Well, every barista makes it different. Every location makes it different, and I yeah. feel like this tastes like nothing. It just tastes like... Stopping adventurous with your Starbucks, please. It, it tastes like <laughs> it tastes it never like hot chocolate stopping. and coffee just mixed up together. It's not horrible, but it's, like, not what I wanted. So, anyways, I'm <laughs> just... And unsuccessful sip through in. it. She will not be sharing the drinks. Okay. But this week, it, I, okay, where do I start? So this week, unfortunate, not unfortunate, news, oh. news happened, like stuff happened in our personal life. And it's not directly about us, but like, it affects our, us. Uh, yeah, it affects us and our family. And I am being very, up front and, like, not—I'm being very vulnerable talking about this because it got me thinking that I never share real-life stuff as it's happening. I'll usually wait it out until there's been a resolution or if it was old news or if it was just, like, you figured it out and you processed it. I'm the same way. And then, then you can share and be like, oh, well, you know what? It wasn't that bad. Right now, we're living in the unknown, and I feel like— I'm just a little bit, I wouldn't say embarrassed, but I'm just kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen. And it's very hard for me to be positive and be like all upbeat about it because anything in life that's the unknown is pretty scary and it's like scary to think about. So with that being said, how should we start off? Do you want to add anything to that thought? I think the one thing that I can say about that is everyone, like I think it just like was a realization that everyone takes the news so differently and everyone has, like, different interpretations. Like, it was one piece of information that was shared to four or five people and every single person, like, took it differently. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's not a secret, but I just don't think it's relevant. And I'm trying so hard not to give, like, specifics. That way you can interpret it in your own life without having yeah. to, like, feel like, oh, well, my, to- my situation's not as big as that or is not a, mine's way more serious than that. So I'm not going to... Break down all that because there's so much we would talk about before, you know, all that stuff. But I just think—I feel like I don't get bad news a lot or, like, what I consider negative news. And I feel like with a lot of stuff, my brain will—I go into panic mode. I'm just like, oh, my God, I need to fix this. It's so— I mean, I don't know why. You're a very anxious person, I would say, because I feel like sometimes—one thing, like, can I just say this on the podcast— um, I feel like you're someone who definitely shares your thoughts and feelings. Like, I don't know. I feel like if I get bad news, I really keep it to myself yeah. and I'll think about it, but the second you get bad news, you just have to share it with me, whether it be your personal life, yeah, whether can't. it be something that affect like when this week I was in school and Susanna found out some bad news and so she calls me I found out news, not bad news, I found out news. Okay, and then you call me and you tell me it and I don't like I wasn't the person to come to a solution, if that yeah. makes sense. So just I'm like, just kind of like we both literally sat on the phone in silence for like a minute three after. minutes, just like quiet. And I feel like you just need someone you just need to tell someone and you just need to like get it off your chest, but you're not looking no, for advice. I well, I knew you're gonna have to find out or you're gonna come home and find out. So I was just like it was let just me. really weird. And the situation reason why we were both on call, like, just awkward silence because I don't want to find out about it, freak out, process it, and then you'd be five hours behind me or you'd be so delayed in it. And that's what I hate with, like, any kind of news you get, I, positive, negative, yeah. neutral, it's, like, I'm going to share it while it's fresh in my mind of where I can explain the details if there is any. Okay, And, yeah, I, guess just, that makes and sense. I just don't want me to process it and go over it and then you just to find out. And you ask so many fucking questions and it's so annoying. Like, I do. Like, if I tell her something. <laughs> I ask a lot of questions, but you're very blunt. But it's like, if, no, but if I tell you, like, I mean, if I tell you this happened. And instead of being like, oh, like, damn, like, I'm going to just give you a minute or whatever. You're like, what, how, when, who, why? And it's I like, I don't like when you it's like, tell me a blunt piece of But it's like, if I if I told you the main thing, like. Somebody got fired. Someone broke their leg. Somebody lost something. It's, like, it's serious or whatever. Like, it's just, that's the news. Like, if, when I will share, I'm going to share the deal. I'm not going to not tell you the details. But it's, like, give it a minute and just think about it. Because I can't even finish my sentence and all goes, who, where, how? And it's, like, I'm going to explain it all to you. Just give me a minute. But you know the biggest part of that. I told you the big takeaway from that. Story. Some is. people like the big thing. Some people like details. I like yeah, details. Yeah, so I feel like I just had to call you to be like, hey, this like mom called me. This is this what happened. Just so you're on the same process of, like, thinking. We were on the phone for awkward silence for two minutes so because good. we were both processing, processing it the it. exact same time. Which is why, hey, for me to sit here and, like, process it and then wait for you to be free three hours later, I just—and then I didn't. Okay, so that's why. And back to my anxiousness, I say, I don't know why. I just don't like, I don't like attention towards me if it's like negative for the little things. Like if I'm in the grocery store and my card's blocking, or if someone's walking the aisle, I will go away just to avoid not confrontation. But I feel like I'm like someone's rolling their eyes behind your back, like. Like it's an avoidable. I can fix a problem. I can fix the mm-hmm. issue. I can fix it. I can push my car and I'll come back to this aisle. I'll come for the pasta later. Or if driving, like I don't know. I just feel like I try. I'm a problem solver, and I try to. I always solve the problem if I if I can. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another thing I had to learn over the years. Is like I am anxious. I feel uncomfortable. Or if like I'm at Costco with my mom and she'll park her cart in the middle eye or like just, she's just in the way I'm like oh my god like it's just part of it's like a foreign mom in a grocery store where it's like social norms are just different to her or me I'm like gotta move the cart and say I'm sorry or excuse me like and it's like all that kind of stuff but my mom she's like oh they can just go around or something or they can say something they, if they didn't say excuse me or can you move your cart don't worry about it and I that's why I avoid going places with her because I feel like <laughs> I get so uneasy and I get so uncomfortable that I just don't want to be around her when she's does stuff like that. And I don't know. I think now that I'm talking about it out loud, feel like I'm being inter- interrogated. I feel like it's just I can fix the problem myself. So I will fix the problem. Right. And then we're both good. So when I get news that's, like, out of my control, it's so frustrating to me that I can't do something about it. Yeah, I think I've always been like that. Yeah. think about it. With no matter who it is, if it's someone else's fault, I forgive them or I make the excuses or try to put myself in their shoes. And they're like, "Well, you know, like this. How we, we can resolve the issue by me saying it's okay, no worries." So, I my mom called me and she had just told me she's like, "Hey, like this just happened. We're all expecting it, but like it still happened and we're kind of shocked." And I kind of just froze there. I was just kind of like, "Oh my god!" Like it. You know, it happened. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm like well, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to like, close the store and just come home? And she's just like, no, like, it's just, it's just the news. It's like life. Nothing yeah. you can do about it. And I'm just like, I was pacing back and forth. I'm just like, what do I do? Like, when you get news like that, it's like. I think moms learn over the years just to be so chill about stuff. I think, I don't want to put you on blast or anything, but you had a full-on, like, breakdown. About? Not really. I just. I, Everything flashed before my eyes, and I just, I found the resolution to the problem, and I was just like, we're going to have to go to, and do that. That's the only option we had. I met is. up with Susanna when I was done with my classes, and she, I could tell she had been crying, so I was just like, why are you crying? Like, I thought, I thought it was, just I thought it was just, day. I just didn't feel like it was, yeah, I felt like you were just having, I was like, why are you crying in the car? And she just, like, breaks down, like. Literally, Literally I'm gonna start crying now. Oh yeah. God. Why? She's, I don't know. She's i just like thought about right it. now. It's okay. I
1: this is this it.
0: is reality. It's okay. You can cry. I've cried on the podcast. But it's like I don't. I don't want to cry about it. It's just like I instantly I cry. I don't know if it's what. but the last few years, I can watch a stupid TikTok that I've seen a million times, and I'll just start bawling my eyes out. Like your hormones. So stupid. I don't know what it is. It's like. It's okay. Just take a, a puppy minute. getting groomed from being homeless, and I'm just like sitting there bawling. And it doesn't matter what it is. I start crying every stupid thing, and it's so frustrating. Um, Susanna was just like bawling and crying, and I, I kind of—I'm someone who's very awkward. I don't like comforting people, so if, I, I'm not the type of person to. I know you don't, and I and I know that. But I mean, in general, like if someone—if I'm at work with someone and someone starts crying, yeah. like I went through well, a breakup, I just kind of stare someone at someone crying. Does not want to be com. Comforted with questions. Everyone, no, but everyone. Yeah, and everyone is different, but like I literally kind of just sat there and stared at you, which I'm sorry. But I, I don't want I, to be quiet. I, I'm not a sentimental person and I don't know how to I don't, I don't be there for sympathy. people. I don't want to be there for people. But, but my, my point is, you were like full on projectile, like crying, bawling. And I'm just like, what am I going to go home to? Like, what is going on in our household? Yeah. And I go home and literally shit is rainbows and butterflies. And Susanna was like the only one bawling her eyes out so I think it just goes to show that so after I talked to her on the phone I didn't cry so I feel like you just don't know the full story to that thing she had called me kind of like oh hey like are you busy right now and I was like oh no like I'm just doing this I said okay well this just happened and I'm like oh my god like what do you want me to do like should I come home like should I come mm-hmm. comfort you like should I just be there with you and she's just like well no can't really do anything about it and I was like how am I supposed to go the rest of my day? It was like three o'clock. I'm like, how am I supposed to go the rest of my day like this? Yeah. And I wasn't even crying with like that guy. Like, I just, I just got so teary my eyes filled up so quick. And then like my makeup, I did it so bad that day. So I just felt like it kept running and I didn't have anything to touch up with. So I was just like, I'm, I want to go home. Like, I just feel stupid being here. Like my eyes full of tears and people are going to walk in. And sure enough, yeah, I did. People come in. And so I'm like, I'm like, just wiping my tears off. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. And then a minute later, I'm just like, nope, my eyes filled back up. And then just, I like, not crying. Just tears are running. And at one point, and my mom called me and she's like, hey, like, what you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like contemplating life right now. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to arrange the next five years of my life, trying to stop doing this, Go start doing this. And just like, I'm trying to resolve the issue. And she's just like, I, all I did is I just found out news. Like. Don't know if it's official, don't know what's gonna happen next, we don't need to plan anything. Like, it's just, I just shared news. And she's like, Why are you crying? And she's like, And then she started crying. Well, I know she always cries, like, when she yeah. gets stressed out. So I think I cried more than she did. And For she's sure. just like, Why are you crying? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just so frustrated. And I'm gonna start crying out. And I'm like, I just get so frustrated with, I don't know what. Like, is it life? Is it just, I think you, can't you get upset when you can't control the outcome. And you're going to have to get used to that, which is, I think the message of this episode is you have to, like, prepare yourself. You have to, I just want to make note, like, I grew up like this. I'm just like, okay, then I go back, fine. And then I just cry like this again. It's just when you talk about something, you get choked up. Mm -hmm. I, I grew up as someone who was very, like, positive. Everything to me was like rainbows and butterflies. Everyone would call me like a tree-hugging hippie. Like I was, you know, what? I was peace love. Like I literally never fought with anyone. I was never about conf- confrontations, conflict. I never wanted anybody to fight. And I remember being so nice because I never wanted anyone to be upset and I never wanted anything to not be positive. And this backfired on me so much because growing like as I was getting out and I'm talking exiting high school, this is how I was. I just remember getting so stepped on, at work, with my friendships. I remember my boyfriend at the time would always tell me like, "You need to like have a backbone, kind and of you need a pushover." A, yeah, you are a pushover. Like, you need to stop being or so nice York to people. You were like yes man, like everyone just knew yeah. they can count on you. And yeah, he was kind of like, and I always held this piece of like advice because he was like, "You are too nice," and mm. I have never been told that in my life before. Everyone liked how nice I was. I remember my brother would always be like, "Why do you never take anything like?" Why are you never upset? Like, why are you never taking anything seriously? Because I was always just, like, laughing any type of news off. I was like, every news is good news. Like, who cares? I was like, you know, live, laugh, love, life. And this very much backfired on me. Because then, what? As of course, you start to get older and shit's never going to be like that. Like, fresh out of high school when you're still, like, a little baby. I could not handle bad news. I could not handle tragedy. I could not handle—and I think I grew up without much tragedy. Like, I hadn't yeah. really lost anyone I we went to one funeral, right? Life, like one death. Once, no. once shit started going down the fan because, like, obviously you get older and you experience more in life. I could not handle bad news. Anything that was sad, anything that was negative, I didn't know how to deal with it. And so, I think with you, you were kind of the same, which is why I feel like you would do such a poor job at— receiving I, bad news? I think I was always just tough about it because I felt like a child and if I was like well it's not my problem it's not I don't have to mm-hmm. worry about that but I feel like now it's just when it affects me I don't know why like see now I'm fine I just that. that's what my whole day was like I was just kind of like crying like this and, and then I was fine and then I would start like just so and then like mom called me around six and she's like hey what you doing and then I had to hang up on her because I had someone come inside the store who of course like I think my face was red, and I had looked like I was crying because I was kind of like sniffling, but I didn't, obviously. And I didn't expect that girl to be in here for 30 minutes, which is a very long time considering our store is not that big. Can I shed light days. on this situation? I cannot tell you how many times this has happened to me personally. I feel like to you as well. Since it is majorly, like, me and Susanna in the store alone for a good amount of the time, if you're going through something and you need to cry or you need to be alone— and you're in the store. That's just not the case because anyone can walk in in any if second. By yourself, and yeah. I cannot tell you how many times I have been, you know, dealing with something, or me and Susanna got on a fire. I got in a fight. Like I would be bawling, and then the door opens, and I cannot. I'm pretty sure all the delivery drivers have seen me like mid breakdown because you're crying, and then yeah. the door opens, and you have to like. That's the thing. It's. it's like- I think it's just something so funny that I'm, like, so many people have, like, just walked in in the most inappropriate and time. and Yeah, and I can tell they can tell, like, especially when you're wearing makeup. I've had so many times where I had to help a customer, and you can just obviously tell that I was crying. Uh-huh. And it's awkward, and it's such a weird thing. and it was That's my soft spot. When I, I see people sad, I get sad. I think my face was just a little red. She has spent, like, 30 minutes in here. And I was on FaceTime with my mom, and she's like, are you crying? Are you upset? And I was like, no, I'm just dealing with it. And then I hung up on the phone because then someone walked in. So I was with someone for like 35 minutes. So she called back and she's like, hey, like, um, she like you did you hang up? <laughs> up on me? And I was like, no, she was in here for a while. And she got a lot of things. And so I was talking to her. But I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to call it a night and close up here. And she's like, okay. And then then i met up with you. And then I just, I don't know, I just like continued. But that's kind of like all I really cried. And I just felt that day, this is so bizarre, but that same day, what day was this? Like Wednesday? Wednesday. I... Felt like my sunglasses in the morning were just pinching my temples. And it gave me, like, this, like, minor migraine. But not that bad enough. I was just lazy to have an Advil or something. And then I had just had a rough day. I was by myself. And there was so much to do that day. And I felt like I was just running out of time. And then my boyfriend came and surprised me. And, like, he brought me my gift, my birthday. And then, like, I got the call the same minute. So it was just, like, hectic. And I was just ready to go home. And I just wanted to call it a day. And when I got—and then after I cried, because, you know, when you're, like, fighting my tears, I just felt like my head was going to explode. And by the time I got home, I was just like, oh, my God, like, this migraine is huge. My temples are killing me. My nose is stuffed. And, like, I just don't want to seem like I'm crying because, like, it seems like nobody else is You were, like, embarrassed to how you handled the news? I think I just, like, flipped out, which— I don't know why. Why it do just, you always get news when I'm not in the store? Like, I kid I know. you not, me and Suzanne are in the store literally all the time together. Every time I'm not in the store, she gets the news that we got into Urban Outfitters. She gets the news that yeah, this happened. But and we can never, like, to, I always have to send you an email or, like, the text. Of right. we never going to share, like, a moment or, memo. or reaction together. But, which is why I had, I wanted to call you at the same minute when I found out because I'm just like, I need to just let this out now before I have to, like, see you and then have to explain everything and tell the whole story. And I don't know how if I'm going to be well tonight to, like, do so. So I had told her. I was like, hey, mom, just call me. Like, this happened. And she's like, oh, well, what are they going to do? I'm like, I I don't know. Like, she just found out. And we was just on the line like that. So I'm just, like, freaking out thinking the war is, like, my life is coming to an end. Like, I don't know what. And it's, like, not the biggest news in the world. It's not the craziest thing. I was just really overwhelmed, and you just don't get news like that over the phone. I don't think I've ever gotten news like that over the phone. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, hey, this happened. So I think I just tried to resolve it, and I just couldn't. Because I'm like, well, we have this option, that option, that option. Like, you know, what's going to happen? And then she just kind of was like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Like, we'll do this. And I thought her solutions were just kind of like, like— Never mind my life, but I think that would come to that or something. And, again, like, it's her life and it's her news. We're just affected by it by some way because change is going to happen. So I feel like it was just kind of like, well, you never plan on it, which is why earlier I said, when I was talking to you about you, it's one of those news that you never expect to happen to you. Like, when you hear about people's houses getting torn up by a tornado or a hurricane, it's like, wow, these people lost their houses, like, but you can never imagine mm-hmm. that would be like I me mean, because we live in California. We don't see that kind of stuff. But it was just kind of like a crazy or house fires or not house fires, like wood fires. So I think that I just got so shocked because I felt like I seeing news like that, that it's one of those things that doesn't happen to everybody on the spot. I felt like it just, like the stock market crashed and we are just all panicking. That's what I felt. Like my brain went there. That like, oh, everything just dropped. So... So the whole point of Susanna sharing this story and with that is my dad said this, like, thing. And it really stuck with me and Susanna because I was like, wow, like, this is actually very true. And I want to share this with you guys because I feel like you can definitely Before take- you do, so I'm thinking I'm going to come home and it's just going to be, like, fighting and, like, talking or awkward silence or just, like, no one's going to have anything to say. Kind of like if you walk into, like, a funeral. I don't know. It's just, like— I'm preparing myself for everything to come home and see, like, what everyone else's energy is going to be like. So I was kind of taken away that when my mom called me the second time, she was kind of just, like, mellow about it. And I called to tell you to get—so you prepare mentally, like, okay, well, I'm about to just go home. It's not going to be a regular thing. Like, we're going to probably have a conversation or they're going to share some news with us or something. So I wanted you to mentally be there. Mm -hmm. And then for us to walk home and then I'll let you continue now. Oh, yeah. So, like, my dad was just— he said this. He said, um, news is just news. It's not good news or I have good news or I have bad news. Like, news is literally news. And the way that you take it in and interpret it determines if it's good or bad. And so, basically, we have the power to react to. Yeah. Basically anything. I feel like you didn't say that, but I, like I think that's one of my takeaway from it was. And even if it was, like, yeah. that piece of information I felt like I needed. And I feel like a lot of people might need it at one point. But I feel like there's a lot of little examples that I can kind of bring. Like, wow, like, Every yeah. single day. So every single day you get news like, okay, stupid. Starbucks gave you someone else's drink. You can take this and you can be, like, cussing them out and mad about it. Like, oh, shit. Like, you know, Whatever. Or you could try and be like, "Wow, this is really good. This is my new go-to order." You could take that as good news, like whatever the hell. You're in control of that. Yeah, you're in control of how how it affects your day and your life. I've heard people say that all the time, but I feel like with news and stuff, a really big example for me, I think, would be the lockdown. When I received, because I was in school at the time, so when I received the news that, "Hey, we're not going to be coming back to school for like a month because we're going to be in a lockdown." And then I went to work later that night, and they said, "Hey, we're not going to be coming back to work for a month." Mm-hmm. That piece of news killed me. That's I just so weird. I literally received news, and I took it in a negative light. So I was like, "Okay, I'm reacting to this negatively." This to me in my brain, I'm registering it as. Bad news, and the reason I use this as an example is because I feel like a lot of people took this and was like, "This is good news." I feel like you were one of the people who were like very happy about it, and you and you took it as like a positive thing. I was not a homebody at the time, so to me, do you understand that I googled pandemic and lockdown and quarantine? Like, I don't know what any of those words meant. (laughs) Well, like I was not a homebody, so to me, I was like, okay. I do not want to be home. Like, at, at this time of my life, I was anywhere but home. Like, I would literally come home to sleep, and that was about it. I would wake up and leave and not be home all day. And so I was like, I do not want to be home all day, every day for a month. Like, I'm going to kill myself. Like, I can't do this. Like, I want to go to work. I want to go to school. I want to hang out with my friends and my boyfriend. Like, I don't want to do this. And so, to me, I took it as bad news, and I went into the lockdown with such a negative mindset and attitude, and I was just counting down the days to be crazy done with it. From, like, day one, you walked into like, I that. walked into it, and I was like, this bad thing. This is bad news, and I hate this. And so, every single day, I literally woke up just, like, calendar, checking off the days. Here, I would watch—yeah, I would literally watch the news and hear them say, okay, two more weeks. okay. Four more weeks. It's going to be after Easter. It's going to be June. Like, it just kept switching, and I would watch What's it kind? and just literally want to. I would cry I so think many nights. it's so crazy, though, because, like, you have a nice home. You have, like, food. you got to hang out with your siblings. I just felt like it wasn't like you were bored out of your mind. But was I, it, it, was, it was a change. It was a change, that, was a change that I didn't know. And it wasn't voluntary. Like, I just, I didn't want to be home, okay? And so my ideology is, like, I took it as bad, and I was like, "This is bad news." But if I had said, "This is a good thing," like I'm gonna be home and isolated for a month, I can do a lot of things that I've always wanted to do that I just never had the time. Thought about like, oh, gonna sleep in, or oh, I don't have to like wear makeup or whatever. I don't know what it is, but my my point is, if I had just like taken it as good news, because again, it's just news. If I had taken it as good news, and I had like been like, okay, well, what can I do with this? Like, oh, it's only a month; like it's not the rest of my life. Like, just have a positive. It was two weeks. It was first chart. Well, for a me, fourteen day quarantine. It wasn't lockdown. two weeks for me. My school, for some reason, said it would be a month. So for me, I like used a month as like my first thing. But I I can't even tell you how many people used it as like a positive thing and they got so much out of but it. I mean, What's crazy is that the first day you were like, oh, my God, no, I don't want to be stuck home. I don't want to do and it. Everyone yeah. was like, oh, my God, cool. Like, it feels like we we're a kid again. We got to have yeah. a winter I, vacation. I can't even explain why, but I feel like if I had been, like, one of those people and been like, okay, you can't do anything about it. Just use it to your advantage. Like, if I had just been positive oh, about yeah. it, well, I could have done things that I've always wanted to do that I just didn't have the time to do. Like, now I really wish that I could well, go back and do lockdown. In the end, it was five months, wasn't it? I don't even know. I think so, Not but, like— I just remember three months seeing like on TikTok so many people after quarantine were like, "Oh, like when I found out I was on lockdown, I was like, I'm going to do this." And they like started a hobby, you know? Thing. They started a hobby, they changed their career, they lost weight, they like changed Cleaned, their appearance, they remodeled. they, they did right, everything. There's they- so much that I could have done, yeah. And because I chose to be all mopey and dopey about the news, I literally wasted my quarantine withering away, crying about it, and I was out of quarantine. But I didn't gain anything from it mm-hmm. except wait. <laughs> uh, except for the business. <laughs> and wait. <laughs> okay, well, the business I had before lockdown, but yeah, I did have the time to work on it. But nonetheless, this I. girl. Our business was like two weeks old. Three no, weeks it old. was two months old before the lockdown. We started in January. Lockdown was March. But we didn't do anything. Like, we didn't have a first sale until February. Yeah. So we couldn't but, start until February. But I don't know. Basically, that, I did. That think was my what, point. What we're trying to say is, before I share my stuff, is news is just news, and you're in control if you make it into a positive or negative thing. Which is, I feel like my parents have become so mellow over the years with bad news, and I feel like mom would she would panic with like if a car broke down or like if with her work or if something was behind. She would be like a chicken with her head cut off, running around freaking like out, that's panicking. When there's, like, Spongebob a bunch of SpongeBob's in the brain and it's, like, fire. Everywhere. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that one. But my dad would be like, just chill out. And, like, you would just. I think my dad knows that if he loses it and if he goes, if he starts panicking, then we're all going to panic. And so I feel like he feels like he needs to be the person who's just, like, it's okay. No big deal. That's how life played out. And then I feel like it just, it's, like, a domino effect where if he's chill, the mom is chill, then mm-hmm. I'm chilling you're chill, and it's just. And then we, we couldn't think clearly. So, obviously, the way I reacted, I was just kind of waiting to see how everyone else was going to react. I was by myself, and I panicked. Mm-hmm. She called me and said, okay, well, I'm, I'm about to get home right now. I'm going to go talk to Dad. So, then she applied hours to talk to him. Like, I had wished I, I received the news from someone else and not you because you're, you were, like, a domino effect to me. Like, obviously, if you're freaking out, I'm going to sit here and freak out. Well, Mom said she's still in shock, so I don't know. Like, if Mom had but maybe again, called me, I wouldn't have been freaking out the way I was. She YouTube? called me at three o'clock, said, Oh, hey, this just happened. Oh my god, what are you gonna do? Uh, I don't know, I'll just, I don't know, i have do a talk to dad first. And I got the phone with me. So I, for two hours, I'm sitting here just like twirling my thumbs, anxious. I'm like, Should mm-hmm. I call them? But I don't want to like interrupt their conversation. It's like a the, the day. And then I called her like at five after I talked to her at three. And she's like, Oh, hey, like what's up? And I'm like, Ooh, What's up? Like, it's been two hours, I haven't heard from you. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, well, nothing. You know, what can you do? We talked about it. We kind of have a next step. And I was kind of just like, okay, hey, well, that would have been great that would be just sitting here moping on, and doming. Yeah. Because she just dropped the news and then just got off the phone with me. So, basically, with all that being said, um, I just started thinking more about what, like, the takeaway of that. And it was just, it was just news. So, I instantly my bad news like maybe because it's changed too and I feel like you and I both hate change like this where if your routine is going to change your life is mm-hmm. going to change the next few years are going to change and it's like not knowing it and just getting a call and it's like well guess what this just happened so figure it out and I, I felt think like also like prepare for that because at one point in your life you are going to get that phone call that text that hey you're living nice and comfortable right now and you're going with the flow but this is gonna happen it's gonna make a, you, it's gonna be a drastic change to your life course once like you adjust to your routine and i I'm here to tell you like please just take any positives that you can from a situation but also understand that there's going to be bad and I'm not saying like be like me like the dumb me where I was like everything's happy and everything's good because then I wasn't ready for negative stuff but now I think I'm at a perfect place where i can take the happiness from things I can take the negatives do you of things have talk yourself the way that i do oh for sure Let yeah. me just Talk to yourself in your head. I talk a lot, and I yeah, you talk out loud. catch me talking to myself. Susanna out talks out loud, and I'm definitely someone who like keeps stuff to myself. But if Susanna's struggling with something, she'll be very bro- oh my god, or, are you serious right you now? Like she just does that, no, so you be like to this, what's wrong? But I just think that if something bad happens, yes, I want to find the resolution on my end. But I'm also just like, okay, well, you know what? What's the worst not that can happen? Okay, well, what's going to change? Mm-hmm. Who do I need to tell? You Who do I need to head, tell? Yeah. And then just make this entire game plan. And I just felt so lost that, that she had to call me and then just hang up the phone and not tell me and not let me be part of making that game plan. Well, you have a lot of anxiety. So like, you I need think. a game plan to literally go to a concert. Like, you have anxiety yeah, and you I, need I to know really the flow anxiety. of everything. But, again. I just like to be in control. Yeah, again. And I don't like that now. Just take any form of news that you get and... Look at both sides of it, accept that you can't change it, and pro- process it in a more gentle way. Don't go so overboard and crazy and ruin the outcome of something. Like, really, just take time, and it takes practice. Yeah. So Never no, had bad news like us. You're not going to know what to do. We came home, and then my dad's in like a good mood, and just and he's. I feel like he needs to make it seem like it's too much of good news. And it's like, oh well I'm happy I'm happy this happened. You always hated doing this. You hated going there. You you know and it's kinda of like, Okay, but still it's like big change. Like, oh, you complained about this for so many years and you didn't want to do this in the first place. why are you sad that you're losing it? And it's like or, you know, he's always trying to make it seem like, Well, this is what you wanted, you know? This is what you always dreamed of. Or mm-hmm. it's like in in order for something else in your life to happen, this has to happen first. And I don't think we all went there. So I just feel like and the timing was perfect. Like how my day played played out that day, timing was perfect, but also chaotic. And I'm a big believer. And I'm not going to sit and talk about God and all and everything, but it was just like the timing of how it happened, and how in 24 hours, 12 hours, how everything just changed. That the ne- and I was just kind of like, okay, I'm gonna let go cry myself to sleep tonight. Like I'm just so mad <laughs> at the world. And then I took a shower and then I felt so good. I just felt so mentally clear. And then my headache went away. That kind of ibuprofen, But everything just went away and I felt okay. And the next day, everyone's like mood was good. And everything just kind of felt like it was going to be better. Like everything was just going to work out. So it's so crazy how in 12 hours everything could just change. And the only thing that changed was a perspective. Your or attitude. Like nothing else changed. Mm-hmm. The news didn't change. It didn't become less true or official or whatever. I just, that perspective of everything just being like, okay, well, you know what? I received the news and how am I going to handle this or how am I going to like mm-hmm. react to it? And I just made me realize like this is such a crazy thing because this news is not the only thing that's happened in my life where I've applied that or I've thought about, okay, well, you know what? If something like bad happens, you can play it off so cool and make a positive thing out of it. And I think, I mean, it just goes for everything. Like starting a business when I used to think about quitting my job, I was we were so both sad about like that big change of, you know, we worked part-time in retail. It wasn't no one's gonna cry over that night. Think about it. Like, why did I cry over this? Well, I wasn't really crying about losing the job itself. I was crying about the change of environment. The change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just being like but I was like, but what do you mean like we're going to get our own place and we're we'll do our own store? And it's like I was so positive and you were just dragging the negative baggage with you. Mm-hmm. But then I think once you adjusted and then you saw how better it was for you because yeah. you made it better for yourself, then it was positive. Now I think that if one day we decide to close the store or if one day we actually close a business, like I'm going to have those days where I'm sitting here and like being so mad and sad and thinking that I failed or I didn't do something good enough. But then I'm going to click and switch over to that. Well, you know what? i got to avoid this or I don't have to worry Mm -hmm. about this anymore. And then it's like your perspective changes. And I'm not saying you need to receive news and then run to the positive option. I think you have to really do both. Because I don't think anyone ever receives news, takes it in a bad way, and just keeps it bad. And I feel like you grieve news also, the way you grieve someone Everyone's like, grieving process is different, but that's what I'm saying. Is like you grieve news. You don't just gr- grieve a tragedy. You also grieve news. It moving or whatever. Like it just you go through all the emotions and then you grieve it. And then it's like, kinda like why was I even so stressed or upset about it in the first place? Where I'm so much happier or, or I end up working better. It's the unknown. But I just think that everything in my life has just been news, or I've instantly been like good. Bad news. Like, good news, bad news. And I just, I don't think you can just pick and break it down to that. And I, you have to just go through the emotion and just separate it in its own pile. And I think this week has been a really eye-opening point for me. And then I realized, I'm like, well, you know what? This has to be an episode we talk about because it's so crazy for how sure no, that, can really- that overnight of just your attitude changing. And then it became being like, well, you know what? It happened. What else can you do about it? Like, it you become bigger than the, the news itself and you just don't feel like you shrunk and that's how I felt I felt so shrunk and I felt so out of control and I wasn't able to do anything and I felt all stuck and then everyone around me was just calm, cool, mellow and I was like why are you guys like so calm about this and I just think that they chose like a relief they took the news as a relief and I just took it as like a negative thing which that's just how I went with it, but it definitely was an eye-opening thing for me to be like, you know what? Just chill out with the news, and it's I'm going to make positive with any news I get going now from forward, which I slowly had been doing with, like, friendships or relationships or whatever. Okay? I didn't moan dope about whatever happened. I just saw the, the good it in, in it, him. and then it outweighed the bad or, like, the negative. So I just really mm-hmm. wanted to share that. I don't know if I have any other examples. Like, I think it's so crazy with the COVID because mine was so different. I was so unhappy with my life. I felt like it was just a revolving door. And I would wake up and go to school. And then I was straight from school. I go to work. And then come home and straight to bed, straight to school. And I felt like I was so unhappy. And I was like, when is, like, life going to just change up? And the next thing I know, like two weeks later, we're on lockdown, it was just like my prayers have been answered, and it was so nice for me to sleep in and just to break that cycle of just doing the same things. I felt like I'd go to bed late, I would wake up late, I was so unhappy, and those two weeks made me feel so refreshed. I was like, I'm ready to go back to work, but if we had to two stay it like longer, a it felt so good. And I then we started our business, like, I mean, I can't imagine if we had decided to do this with our regular life pre-COVID, I don't know if it would have worked out. The time dedication we put into it and the rate that it happened. I mean, like, we opened up a store because we were forced, like, life's actions forced us to do something about it. And I was, this is what I was telling mom. I was like, you've thought about getting this news for years and you've sometimes prayed and wished you got this news so your life would have changed or you would have done something different with your life. And I think that God just had to just do it and let you process it, and then you're going to make it even better or you're going to work it out. Sometimes you need that push, yeah. Like, whatever you believe in, if you believe in, you know, the universe, God, anything, sometimes I think things are put out of your hands because they know you won't ever do it. Yeah. With everything like that, it's Mm -hmm. like that where you just, you know you have to. Like, if you're not in a happy relationship and you just won't end it, You'll wait for the it'll breaking end. point. Yeah, it'll end. You'll wait for one point. something to happen to end it or with work or school. I mean, I think COVID was really good for a lot of people. Like so much tragedy happened, but I feel like it changed everybody's way of life. And I felt like we were all in a revolving door and I think it made a stop. And it was a good, you know. Like it was like a break from the world. Yeah, it was a break from the world. And it just, I felt like we all came together. And we're all in the same time zone. We're all in the same, like, physical, financial, mental state. And it was bad for a lot of people, but also I just feel like it was really eye opening. And we all got to start life back up the same time, the same way. Mm-hmm. I think we barely, I mean, if it, now we have eased into a, where COVID was three years ago, it's been a very long three years, but I still, we're still dealing with whatever. Happened, and I feel like it's been you know it's been days now, and it's like okay, well you know what, it happened. We're just gonna we're gonna make the best of it, and I think it's crazy that they are so positive about this, and they're like, "Ah." like finally, like okay, it happened. Now we just got to move on, and I'm just kind of like, wait, but like the change. Yeah. So me being vulnerable and sharing current stuff that's happening in my life, but I think that same day. I had received a DM from somebody, and she was like, hey, just wanted to let you know that I love everything you post, and you're so motivational, and it's kind of like such a, such a horrible day that I'm sitting here crying, and, like, <laughs> I feel like my life is falling apart and my life is over, and I received a text from someone who I don't even talk to to be like, hey, just wanted to let you know that I think you're so motivational, and I love seeing what you post. And I just feel like I'm I'm happy that, that there is something that I can put out That's helping somebody. Even on the day that I felt like absolute shit and I felt so worthless that day, I felt helpless. And then I had to get a message from someone saying like, hey, like, Mm -hmm. so I made my day. But I think I'll end it here. And I think we're getting more and more close with you guys. I feel like just to share everything, it's like I feel jittery right now. You don't see this on Instagram. I know. And then I love when people give me the feedback and they tell us like, oh, I loved when you share this story or that story. And I feel like. We have to put ourselves out there in order to get that story out. But if it helps or entertains or it, well, it get to make somebody yourself else, vulnerable to then yourself. Yeah. it's so worth it. But I think we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you guys for listening and always supporting us. And we hope you have a great week.